Geek Shock. Geek Shock. It is a Sunday night, actually. What did you go see? The Yodeling Brothers of the Austro-Ottoman Empire. Apparently, we've had Has he ever year. shown you the video of the gay cowboy choir? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm sad I missed that one. Yeah, you missed that. I had a little dreidel. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, please continue. <laughs> that's, 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 it's a cowboy you, version of you dreidel. you got to fix your mic. It looks all fucked up. There we go. <laughs> no, yeah. that, that's the perfect Andy mic. That's what <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Caddy Wumpers Mike. mic. <laughs> I had a conversation <laughs> with the most pleasant, genial uh, um, Holocaust denier I've ever met. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just sitting at a bar talking to this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I just wrote a history book, and and uh, yeah," and he's like, and he's talking to me. Yeah, I read Mein Kampf. You know, it wasn't. You know, it was really badly written. Da 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 da. But, you know, Hitler can't really be blamed for a lot of the, the Nazi stuff or the socialist stuff because you know, you know, I'm a man of the people myself. But and it just kept going. And I'm like, just kept. Where going. is this going? Where? And then it, you know, within ten minutes, right down the Holocaust denial. You know, they can't prove that any gas chambers were built before 1949. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> You can if you I don't know look at all of the fucking evidence no, that no. was collected. There's <laughs> no DNA. There's no uh, biological DNA, DNA evidence of, of DNA. any uh, you know. And the conversation went down right down to like you holy s- you shit. Sit, you sit in enough bars. Yeah, a lot that of conversation will eventually. Yeah. I yeah. have Andy you know, sits in bars. It's funny. I've run into that a lot too, Andy. A lot of <laughs> undereducated people that. You know, they come across as very congenial, very nice. Yeah. They they seem at first like they have, and they you know, seem they seem intelligent. They seem like yes. they've done their research. Yeah, until they start <clears throat> spouting their, you know, propaganda, and then you start to realize, wait a minute here, or their conspiracy yeah. theory of the minute. Yep. I started I started picking up on that in college that being smart and educated don't mean shit. When it comes to conspiracy stuff, because all it means is that the smart, educated people will use their smarts to verify and confirm mm-hmm. their stupid conspiracy shit. Mm-hmm. Well, That's and also what explains libertarians. And then there's also Ooh. Um, Ooh, shot across the people. Bow. You know, you, you'll have people. And the geek shot you. phones are lighting up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Another aspect, Kirsten, is in when you have people that have been taught language, like proper language and articulation and so forth. Which is not Andy. And once he, no, they, that's unfair. Once they, he was taught. Once they <laughs> learn that skill. Oh, trust me. No one in this room is taught. Once they learn that skill, they kind of stop there. Like, they don't do any further, you know, research into history. No, no. Jeff, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, dude. You're. I've seen very smart people... Do a thorough reading and totally well, cherry pick too. their stuff. No, I've seen to that prove too. Their insanity. No, I, I used to no. be very. Into, I used to be very into conspiracy theories when I was in college. Oh, yeah. conspiracy <laughs> theories are fun. Absolutely, they, they are. it is fun. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. It's it's just it's just dispiriting mm-hmm. the stupid shit people will believe. Listen, lizard people yeah. are real, all right. I, 
<laughs> well, it's not Thank just you, Alex Jones. guys. It's not just elliptony though. It's but not they had just a whole weird, series on it. It was called you know, V: The Final Battle. <laughs> I'm not just talking. When I talk about that, I'm not talking about elliptony. I'm not talking they about that, Sasquatch and right aliens. Off. I'm talking about like my conservative friends who you know talk about Vince Foster. Oh yeah. I'm talking about that kind of stuff, and as well as people, the the. Oh, the oh, um well oh, the, the, well, the, the 9/11 truthers oh right 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 there's i the think political conspiracies are amazing sorry elliptony elliptony <laughs> epiphany elliptony uh, ken and robin talk about stuff is a podcast by robin d laws a game designer and writer and kenneth height a game designer and writer they're very very smart guys and they've done a lot of good game work robin d laws paul is actually very interesting because he's very deep into the toronto improv scene and he folds a lot of improvisational theory um and approach into his role play game design very cool um kenneth height is a republican toronto just so you know yeah what toronto toronto what did I say? Toronto? Something like that. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm glad the Canadian is here to set us yeah, straight. Yeah. Per northern pronunciation. Right. Um, but um, Kenneth Height is a Republican. Okay. He is not a radical Republican. He was actually an anti-Trump Republican. And uh, Robin D. Laws is Canadian. Um, and they do like 10-minute segments during their thing that they call huts. We're going to go to the GameCraft hut, and we talk about gaming. We go to the TradeCraft hut, and they talk about um, sp uh, special ops or spy stuff, and they go to various huts. Yeah, well, it takes a village. And they take all this information, and they make it gameable. They talk about how it can be relating to games. Okay. The Elliptony hut is a term that comes from when... Russian nationalist, I believe it was Vladimir Zhirinovsky, was talking about becoming president and how he would actually he would actually uh, put the West and the world besetting Russia at bay with his eleptonic missiles. And he was just like pulling shit out of his ass. And so elliptony became an all-embracing term that Height uses for cryptozoological stuff like Sasquatch and ah. Yeti. How do you UFO so from, the, from the word ellipse? What? Elliptony from the word ellipse? No. Just yeah, I was going to say, how do you spell that? Because yeah, We were both Google yeah. doing like crazy. <laughs> right, because yeah. Kenneth Height made up the term, and it's a term used in Ken and Robin write about okay. stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Go. Welcome to Elliptony Shock. I am Master <laughs> Torgo. I'm eating french fries. Yes, you are. It is Jeff. Commander K. Fact check. I am working overtime this time. Maple Leaf Matt, and their freedom fries. <laughs> We're the Talk Week and Geek. Oh, my goodness. Gentlemen, what did you do this week? That, that, that isn't off. conspiracy political shit. <laughs> oh, that isn't. Oh. Um, oh, for you, Matt. Uh-oh, I'm scared. I went to the May, uh, Money May Fandom Bar. <laughs> there you go. There's a 20 bucks right there. Yep, he hit yep. his quota. Yep. Yep. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I was it, there it, for uh, Harry Potter night. Which okay, was impressive. So what's the special event? Harry Potter night. Yeah, okay, yeah. is that to celebrate to the Beasts movie? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Did you dress up? I didn't. I, I was. Damn it was it. very random. I was. I was actually. 
it's an Andy weeknight. I was uh, rushing from work, and I had to meet uh, somebody at Atomic Liquors to pick up a ship's wheel. And then I went over to the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter thing after that. No, no, go back. <laughs> wait, go wait, back. What about a ship's well, wheel? That's a ship's that's wheel. As in he like- will talk about going to Millennium Fandom Bar, totally leaving out. When he like talked to Santa Claus and his five elves and saw the you know the reindeer on the way because Millennium Fandom Bar is the important. After part. stopping to get a quick you know couple of pictures of the Yeti, I then went to the Millennium Fandom Bar and, and like, a blow job from what? Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Zombie Marilyn. Way to bury the lead there. A ship's like like from a a sailing vessel. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay, the, the kind of thing. Yeah. See Captain Jack Sparrow holding on to that kind of okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you drop it down your pants and say, "Arg, it's driving Maybe me nuts. nuts. <laughs> it's driving me nuts." <laughs> well, we're going on memory lane here, folks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul, I have a question about XCOM Two. Yes. Uh, uh, that is seriously hampering my enjoyment of it. Okay. Are there missions in that game that aren't timed to turns? <sighs> I haven't come across one yet. Most of it is time to turns. Because that is driving me nuts, as you might say. It is a little annoying, and that was a big complaint that a lot of people had. A little. (laughs) Um, It does force the action a bit, but it also causes you to make stupid moves that you wouldn't otherwise. So there's oh, a that that's a that's a selling point. Well, yeah, the, it's the, a little. Well, they, the way that I've learned that how you play this game is you play the first time to fail, so you can learn how to play it the second time to win. Right. That's ah. kind of that's exactly how I've been doing it. Now, uh, there are missions without the timer. I've done a mission. I, I take that back. I did do a mission without the timer, but it was a marathon of insanity. It, did you get all the extra DLC? No, because I'm not even sure I'm going to keep the game. Yeah, because five five missions in, I came across the Shin's Last Gift DLC, and it is a marathon slog through this factory. And there's no timer, but it's just a lot of really difficult stuff. And my whole squad was just pretty much eliminated by the end of it. So wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that the it game is, is incredibly difficult. It is very difficult, and but I also feel like its difficulty is is increased artificially by that timer i would agree and uh i'd say it's uh it's a little like having a uh what do you call those things uh, beer nuts no <laughs> they're pretzels you put them in ham pimentos no cloves ta- yes it's like it's like finding a clove in your oatmeal cookie <laughs> and you're like, oh, I mean, the oatmeal cookie is still good, right? But there's a clove in there. No, it's, like, it's, it's still an oatmeal cookie, which is not a cookie. Um, okay, I wanted health food. I, no, I find walnuts in your chocolate chip cookie. Right. right. There you go. But you get you get that one little thing, and it, you can overlook it because it's still right. mostly really good. But I'd rather have my chocolate chip cookie without nuts in it. And of course, the community quickly on the PC front fixed a lot of stuff and did a lot of tweaking and undid timers and all that kind of stuff and made it a little bit different so it's that's a different why the pc is the master race always there's a different you hear experience that console plebs yeah 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 Plebs. dude i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure plebs, that the uh the switch will be my last console purchase i'm pretty sure of that because it's cartridge based huh and unless there's another cartridge based system i don't think I'd, i it's all going to be dlc it's from this point on and it's all just turning into little mini PCs anyway. Yeah. That's another discussion. But uh, 
I, yeah, I agree. It's just really tough and somewhat artificially so. I don't know. I'm I'm sticking with it. I played one mission. Uh, last week I found a little bit of time to just game and played a good chunk of games. Um, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I stayed up all night playing games. Nice. Yeah, it was my Thanksgiving video game break, and I've got so many new games. I was just testing them all and playing around. But I bought a fuck ton of stuff through the PlayStation Store when they had the big sale. Okay. And it's still, some of it still hasn't downloaded. A week and a half in, some of it is still downloading. What? Wow. Yeah, just because it takes that long, some of it, and some of it just. And even when you have it shut off down? My and- connection isn't perfect, so it'll shut off and then it won't. Yeah, it's just. Anyway, so that's a bit of a headache. But uh, yeah, I, I downloaded Just Cause 3. Uh, yeah. And two days ago, it was still like 38%. A big it game. lets you fuck around, and it is a yeah. huge game. And I got it with all the DLC and everything. I spent just under a hundred bucks, and I saved one hundred and sixty dollars <laughs> on the games that I bought. <laughs> so it was a worthy sale move. Sure. And and I see the value of having it all. I love just being able to boot stuff up right off my thing without sticking a disc in, without fucking around. But the other side of Doesn't it, doesn't that is, go against everything you? The fiber of yeah, physical really media, does. like who are you? Are you having like a civil war internally? That's like, what I'm <laughs> saying. I don't think I'm going to buy another console. Have you seen him eat? He's always having a civil war yes. internally. Mm. It's not even a so it's not civil. There's nothing civil. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. There's a great, there's a great fun game in XCOM too. There really is. There is. I, I love the base building. I, I even love the missions themselves. The and I, I love how it plays. design is yeah, incredibly I, I love every, intricate. It's, it's like the best chess game I've ever yeah. played. But I don't like to play speed chess. Mm. Yeah, I feel you. And so mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to mm-hmm. me. It's like it's one artificial thing that keeps it from being fun, and i probably send it back without keeping it. There's a little bit of that. I would advise keeping it, but I'm an XCOM freak. So, I, uh, Paul, I went to see... Um, uh, Terry Fader's uh, a very Terry Christmas. Um, couple ventriloquism. Well, actually, remember we did this before, and he did a lo- uh, Liverpudlian accent and couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a terrible Liverpool. This accent. time, oh, first of all, anybody who's going to see Terry Fader, remember he's very Middle America, very uh, red state. Uh, he opened it up with it's a, it's gonna have a, my Christmas show and it's a Christmas show. It ain't no holiday show. Um, of course, of course. Um, ooh, boo, but he did eventually boo, bring out a Trump ooh. puppet. War on puppets. Yeah, you can do Trump. You can do his voice, eh. more or less. Yeah, uh, he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I was wondering if it was might be that you can't do a Trump voice without opening your gob. I mean, yeah, that's that's it's hard. It, I would say it, that'd be really hard to do. Let me try. Uh oh. Oh, what a nasty lady. Oh, yeah. You you should go to jail. Oh, you sound like Paul. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, I can't really. Yeah, you can't really do it. Um, yeah, okay. I don't know because you got a lot. You got. It's all about the pursed lips. And yeah. Boo, 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 and you're not pursing your lips. Yep. I don't know. I, that, that, also, I would never advise doing that. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially when it's when it's like you're in the pocket of the puppet you're portraying. Mm. Yeah, up your butt. All right. <laughs> what else you do? Well, this that week, that combined with the uh, the racist thing, the uh, the uh, the uh, Holocaust denial, made me uh, 
think the uh, the very racist Christmas. Very racist special. Christmas. <laughs> the very racist Christmas. Lead <laughs> off with a white Christmas intro. Absolutely. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, Could be a whites only Christmas. Went and saw Arrival today. How was that movie? I I, I I really liked it. I don't know anybody that's gone to see it, but I hear it's great through the yeah. Like, media. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's exactly what you would expect, a, like a real first contact situation to be like, versus like the screaming you know, and panicking. Yeah, so, well, there is that, there some, is that in there. Some nations the, attacking all that. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's you it's know, not Klaatu Barata Nikto. <laughs> you know the. It, so Russia the, the breaking down the whole well I'm you know it's yeah. no spoilers but uh but uh yeah the, the yeah, way that Matt, they, no spoilers the, the way that they approach it with the you know trying to <laughs> kind of you know try to teach them the basics of our language in order to get the basics of their language so that you can you know get a rudimentary uh, communication going and then you know but yeah, it's I I really enjoyed it. It's it's truly what you know you would think a first contact would be like in in real life. So now, would I you think an that. advanced race like that wouldn't do their homework and attempt to learn our language before? The problem you run into, and they I land, and I actually talked with uh, a couple of NASA scientists about this years ago at Star Trek. They said that <laughs> is that the way that our brains work. The reason that you can typically learn human languages is because the way our brains process information is identical. Now, you're talking about you know the potential of a uh, a race that might process information completely different like we we tend to process things linearly yeah you know we'll read a sentence left to right or right to left depending on you know uh, origin down, of your down, right. but you know you might have one that goes you know top to bottom bottom top or they look at you know all of the words at once and then process it versus you know writing you know you write them all like in a circle or something so it's but uh, i'm thinking like they're so advanced to travel all that way and, and have some sort of device. And what I'm saying is that even though they may have been monitoring our transmissions over all these years, because, I mean, it's been traveling out into space forever, they're not going to necessarily understand it, which is why when they have transmitted data into space, they've tried to transmit mathematics, hoping that, you know, language of numbers will be easier to translate than the complexities of spoken and or written language, so... Right. No spoilers. It could be a matter of trying to smell the number five. But they did understand friends. So everyone in the spaceship looks like one of the friends. There's a most it's mostly a Monica society. No, no. (laughs) It's it's a Gunther society. They're all Gunthers. There's a couple Gunthers, but those are rare. It's mostly Monica's. You'd think it'd be all Rachel's. Nope. They all like they all glommed on Monica. Hmm. Weird. Not a lot of Rosses. No? No. Hardly any. I figured there'd be a Joey. I bet, I bet oh, there's plenty contingent. of Joeys. I bet there's more monkeys than Rosses. There are plenty of Marceaus. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm two episodes into the uh, the Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow crossover. Oh Wow, that's a four-show oh, wow. crossover. It's a four-show crossover, and wow. God damn it, the first two episodes are really good. Wow. No. So I can't wait for... Uh, Wednesday and Thursdays. I'm, I'm still working. Go. I'm still working through those. I'm actually worked through a few of those this week, and it, 
they're not as good as the Marvel Netflix stuff, but there's a lot of it. Which which <laughs> one are you saying is not as the, any of any it. of the DC stuff isn't <laughs> yeah, as good no. as the Marvel stuff, but <laughs> there's there a lot of go. it. It's true. Arrow is right. dumb. Flash is dumb. Supergirl is dumb. It's fine. <laughs> You like that guy's shit. So, so it's Paul based on the previews. Oh, I watched some shit. <laughs> you know I've watched a lot of Arrow. I've watched a lot of Arrow. You need to give Gotham a, a chance because I actually hated it like you when I first watched Gotham? it. Gotham? Yeah. I'm now season and a half in and it's really good. Can you honestly say that? I mean, mm-hmm. not that it's good, but that what you know of Paul, can you sit there and watch Gotham and go... Paul would get this. See, I've, I've gone <laughs> as far as you have on Gotham, Matt, and yes, Gotham won me over halfway through that first season. Paul is a member of the 3%. It doesn't matter if 97% of the world believes that something is fact. He will go, I fucking hate well, it. I don't take him it. seriously because he, you know, he said that Stargate SG-1 is the worst show ever. So right Again. then and there, his credibility is gone. Rating, yeah, ratings, yeah. you know, totally disprove his... <laughs> One of the best sci-fi shows <laughs> ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, <laughs> fat boy. Eat your fucking quarter pounder. I'm not alone in this. I am not alone. Wow! In this. Shots fired over everybody's bows. <laughs> I am not going to say you can't enjoy what you like. I will criticize it. You like fucking anime Rambo? Shut up. <laughs> and, or the Alchemist and fucking what's his name? Action Bronson. <laughs> I don't like that shit, but I do love the animated but he Rambo amused series. By it. That Rambo cartoon. By the by, I don't know if that's a sliver of onion. I hope that's a sliver of onion. I think it's a piece of paper. Oh. It's in my quarter pounder. Oh, well. <laughs> I need more fiber. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's what you're examining? Okay. It was something came out of there. No, this like, hasn't Whoa. slowed you down any. No, nothing's going to slow me down. <laughs> At my workplace, I finally played that Action Bronson video. Oh, Lord. And it was just as horrible as I thought it was going to be. ridiculous. And In fact, I, the people around the bar were, were starting to riot. Somewhat. <laughs> so you have control over the videos at, at work? When I'm there. Nice. Yeah. Oh. I insist on it. Mm. Wow. And you, you play that stuff? Played that I, stuff? I had to see what it was like. <laughs> wow. I, I finally was like, okay. Like in front of slow. customers and stuff? Yeah. You should just show red letter media stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just put up best of the worst. Yeah. If only that's the control well, I had. Even well, those guys this makes have me want kind to of... Media tapered off their quality oh my god no what what the last says the man who loves arrow have you really watched them no yeah i do i have a subscribe what what do you say was gone off quality uh red letter media i think they're you know i will say their as their assessment with uh the force awakens felt like fluff yeah well but that that's not what i'm talking about their Best of the worst. Yeah, like that I stuff said, is yeah. still amazing. And and, and they were half in the bag is great. That Force Awakens review. Yeah, that's, they were all drunk as fuck. Yeah, that's I, that was not impressive. Did anybody see the um, honest trailer review of uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? No, God I haven't damn. seen it. Oh, honest trailers is awesome. Yeah. Do you know I? Did, I do. I do know that. I read that like either the book. Or the original draft or a, a submission for Rudolph actually had Rudolph fucking up the trip, and the 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 reindeer crashed, and the sleigh crashed, and and things got seriously fucked up, and everything. And 
like who what was it montgomery ward sent it back to the dude and was like nah no we can't we can't do this i haven't heard that before but uh yeah it, it was uh it was like macy's or somebody that that uh or woolworths or somebody yeah somebody somebody some... it was one of the, it was the big ones it was yeah. macy's or montgomery ward that, that whole thing started as an advertising piece for yeah some... yeah and and the original submission was all right will you lead the sleigh sure all right this is oh my god and that was it yeah but <laughs> that was the ending. I swear to God, I read this somewhere, and it was like a serious. Uh, and they were like, "No, no, 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 we gotta." I don't know. I don't well, know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, that sounds right. Maybe that, I'm mixing up my cracked that's articles. Some Dante nah. gets shot in the final scene. Shit, man. That's, right, how, right. that's how a lot of great stuff goes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of most creators want their shit to burn. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, the the animated one is just bizarre, awful. I mean, as a kid, I recognized it was awful. It's like what. Why? Why is the coach doubling up on beating up on Rudolph? I understand the kids being jerks, but why is the coach? Yeah. Why is the parents not defending him? What the? You've clearly Screw never those played reindeers. sports. <laughs> 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 clearly. Mm. Just look at him. Clearly. Santa's oh. being a jerk in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Santa's an asshole. We know that. That's from true. Christmas. Absolutely. God, it's been ages since I've seen any of that Rankin Bass stuff. Mm. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I put it. I've had the DVDs. I put them on when I start decorating. And nice. they oh, that's nice. In the background. I started decorating. As you can see, I have my eight-bit wreath up. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's all I have. Yeah. The first few years, he put up like a full-on tree, and then gave up on that quickly. Uh, I was I the got, only one that was enjoying. The tree. I really want to do a portal tree one of these years. Yes, that's uh, terrific. Those are really cute. Honestly, it actually came to down to we have room for the tree or we have room for all of the collectibles. That's right. That's right. what it comes down to. It was his came to... And I, I didn't even, I didn't even help with the decision. There. Boy, does that sound like a married line mm. right there. <laughs> either, the, either the tree goes hey, or the wing of the Hey, he made the call. I, I didn't have anything to do with it. I gave that tree away, I believe, if I yep, remember right. you yes. did. The great Rudy owns that tree. Yep. Or he did own it. I don't know. He still <laughs> has it. Put a tree right there. What are you talking about? Exactly. No, then you can't see the stuff. You gotta get them a little, get a little Charlie <laughs> Brown one. Ah, yeah, really. <laughs> a little teensy I, tiny one. Yeah, I'd have to get one of those really thin trees. Get, get a get, Charlie get, Brown tree. Get a Charlie get, Brown tree is the way to go. Yeah, but that almost seems like there's too many of those out there now. It's yeah. not special anymore. Well, no. Oh, for God's sake. But sakes. you don't get the Charlie Brown tree. It's the actual right. one. No, oh, okay. It's just a you small get the version. Of no, no, I was saying tree. the actual one. Oh, they they have started one? doing the, the really thin artificial trees. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. I do have yeah. boxes full of Star Trek ornaments. Though. Right. Mm. Hallmark and otherwise. The spear trees. I, think I, bought, uh, I bought Grimlock this year. Was this the... Transformer ornament. Uh huh. I bought a stormtrooper helmet that talks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I got some other little stuff for some friends. What does the stormtrooper helmet say? It says. Is it at least like Star Wars stuff? It says. Yeah, it's all just it's all just stormtroopers. There's stuff. one says, set for stun. Yeah, it says there's one set for stun. It says blast or open the blast doors. Open the blast doors. Close the blast doors. Close the blast doors. These aren't the droids we're looking for. So it's not like life is futile. Oh, so so it isn't. And I'll just drop my gun right here. Yeah, right. Right. No, it's not. It's not the new stuff. (laughs) But it's. I mean, it's a classic stormtrooper helmet. It's not a. First legion. What? First legion. First order. First order. First order. Hand in your nerd card on the way out, please. I know, right? There you go. 
I don't believe in those fucking troopers, man. The, the first order troopers? Yeah, fakey. Mm. I don't like that design as much. Mm. It's mm. nice, but I don't like it as much. By mm. the way, somebody posted in uh, Shock Monkey's Lair about uh, having a problem with their spouse constantly sounding like Cosmic Raymond. Oh, it's God. Geek Annoying shock, their Geek Shock spouse. problems. <laughs> And it, 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 what was funny about that is uh, I was telling Torgo earlier, I was reading a, a scientific uh, article online, and as soon as it came to the part where it said cosmic rays, the rest <laughs> of the thing was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's completely imprinted upon my brain now. It's great. It's one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I finished a book, a short book that's probably one of my favorite reads so far this year. Oh. Probably comes in second behind The Fireman by uh, Joe Hill. In mm. a very different kind of book. Uh, Jeff Strand, I've mentioned him many a times, uh, master of comedy horror. But he now has a little subgenre that's all his own of comedy uh, buddy road stories that are. I mean, Kumquat was the first one that I gushed all over. Mm-hmm. This one's called Cyclops Road, and about a 40-year-old gentleman that loses his wife to cancer, loses his job, and on the way home from losing that job, comes across a young woman that's getting robbed, and come to find out that she is on a journey from Florida to Arizona, walking, to kill a cyclops hmm. because that is what the prophecy has foretold for her. He'll never uh, see it coming. And so he decides to at least give her a ride a little bit along the way so she didn't have to walk some of that way. And it is an amazing, fun journey of a story. It's, it's like uh, adult Goonies French kissing Don Quixote while watching Adventures in Babysitting. It's fantastic. So, wow. So it's where there's a lot of like horror and pathos and such in the fireman. This is just fun adventure stuff. So if you want a really good fun, light read Jeff strands, Cyclops road, I cool. really like this book. Mm. Anything good. else you do, gents? Um, I, I caught a ditto. I'm sorry. I caught, I a, caught a ditto. A diddle? Ditto. D I T T O. He said it twice. It's, I know what he meant. I knew exactly what he was saying. Dill but it still sounded mean. like diddle each time. He, and you know what? I thought you took care of that guy in your neighborhood. I guess he. And he's these walking, are the people the in your street, neighborhood. You'll catch a diddle. Your neighborhood. Who? Who? My butt. Who? I just caught a diddle. Oh boy! Get, who did it? who who did it? Where'd you go? Oh, you fucking diddler! If I find out who gave me that diddle, who I'll get you, you fucking diddler! No. And in the background, I hear ya. Oh, you fucking giggling diddler! <laughs> did you say giggling the diddler? diddler? Is that the new Batman villain? Oh, you fucking diddler! <laughs> so boy, mind my, ah, get away from me! Minding my own fucking business. Walking down the street and I fucking caught a diddle. Oh, oh, it got me. Whew. There was no lubrication. The nail was craggly. Hey, diddle, diddle, the cat the in the nail. Fiddle. The nail. There was a nail. You involved? could feel nail going uh. in. Yes, yes. Uh. There was rectal wall scratching from that diddle. Oh, I caught a diddle in a, a half. Wall scratching on that one. diddle. A rectal wall scratching giggling diddler. 
<laughs> Man. He got me good. I find you, you fuck. You Diggling are mine. Diddler. He's a giggling diddler. Scratching rectal walls. <laughs> and and Andy caught one. Andy caught a diddler. <laughs> he squeezed his cheeks tight. <laughs> snapped him shut. <laughs> oh, Brock oh, Samson style. Thought oh, you were going yeah. somewhere, huh, diddler? <laughs> well, guess what? Oh, You're Brock going Samson. where I go. Slam that trap door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bear trap. Like, well, oh, yeah, it was a bear. bear trap. <laughs> of course, it's a bear it's trap. Bears, waters, work. tops and bottoms, diddles and fiddles. So now explain what the hell you meant. It's a Pokemon uh, that doesn't look like what it is. See, you're, you're trying to catch something you and it changes Ditto? after you catch him. No. Oh, well, Ditto can copy any other Pokemon. It can learn its abilities and use the same attacks and disguise itself to oh. look like the other things. And this is a very sneaky way that the Pokemon Go people made you catch a bunch of bullshit Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Ah. So now you go along like, oh, fucking Rattata. Oh, it might be a ditto. And you uh. have to fucking catch that Rattata. It's a way to spend Pokeballs. Yeah. Which what is exactly it, what it was. It was a Rattata. Ah, see? Because nobody wants a fucking Rattata. But now everybody catches Rattatas because one might be a ditto. Yeah, apparently they're super When you rare. talk like that, you sound retarded. I sound retarded. I don't talk like that. I caught a diddle. Oh, oh, nail scratch in my rectum. You still play that game? I don't play it. No, I, I haven't played that in years. Gentlemen, we, we've promised it for ages. Do you want to talk Stephen Strange? Hell yeah. Sure. All right, let's talk Paul, Strange. did you see it yet? I still haven't seen it. Well, you, better, you better see it this week. Is it going out of theaters? Oh yeah, I, I took. I went to see it Sunday with the kids, and we had a hard time finding a place where it was playing. Yeah, I saw it last week. It, Galaxy had it on one screen for two showings. Yeah, I'm trying to go see it on Monday next week, but we'll Better see. Be gone if, by then. Well, probably this weekend. Um, the Orleans has the uh, nice fancy seats now. Oh, good. Yeah, and the uh, oh, and uh, the, and the bar. E- no, but the Eclipse yeah. is opening up downtown, and that's going to have. Uh, has fancy seats and has a bar the and clips. What to play, what, the, the, what is the eclipse? It's a super fancy theater down in the arts district. Okay, so it is so not in, designed for you or me. It's it's clearly designed for people living in the condos. There, it's going to be eighteen bucks to get well, for a, tickets. It's on, it's on gas and third. Okay, Street. yeah, right yeah. First first showing stuff. I assume. I'm yeah, still, I'm still waiting for our our Alamo. Draft our Alamo. House. Draft. I have yeah. a friend that's, that's supposed to be working for. at that one, the third and gas yeah. movie theater. Supposed to have like a bar, yep. and has a bar and a lounge, yeah, yeah. like restaurant and everything, yep. and you just go right into the movie. Yeah. Yep. So if you hadn't seen the movie yet, we'll get a little spoilery with this discussion. But at this point, you're like, you haven't talked about it yet. Just go, mm-hmm. uh, Torgo. I've come to bargain. <laughs> that is one thing I absolutely adore about Doctor Strange is that it's it's finally the Marvel movie. With a smart ending, one that isn't good guy, bad guy punches each other till somebody stops punching. Yep, that's what I really love about it. And there's plenty of fighting within it that really fun fights, mm-hmm. but right. to have a smart, well thought out ending, mm-hmm. I love how they did Dormammu. It's it's up there, top five, easy. They also wow, that's cool. did a nice job of telegraphing that without, I mean, without, of, of not telegraphing. They gave a good job of setting the, setting yes. it up for that without telegraphing it. Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, there was, there was plenty of force. It was that whole, you know, if you show a gun in the first act, you must use it in the third act, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. So 
Yeah. And everybody did stay all the way to the very end, right? Because I, yeah. I have questions about that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. ah, yeah. I'm not as familiar with... I, I know... I've, I've read several Doctor Strange stories, but I'm not familiar with the entire Doctor Strange universe. I read enough universe. Doctor Strange that Mordo being around that long was throwing me. Because Mordo is pretty much a villain in... in Baron Mordo, Strange comic. Right? It's Baron Mordo, yeah. Okay. And it is it is established that that was kind of his origin, that he was trained before. He was actually... I don't think he and Strange trained together. I think he was the guy who was being trained before Strange. Right, yeah. And then when Strange came in, Mordo was already there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the the movie does follow that then, because he's already there. No, when... because Mordo... Mordo was d- gone, I think, Mordo, before Strange got there. No, no. Oh, was Mordo, he there? Um... When Strange is accepted by the Ancient One in the comics, Mordo is right off. What is this guy doing here? He's not even here to learn, and he's no, and he's like totally against him. And Strange realizes he's going to betray the Ancient One because it, it's classic villain. Uh, you know, he's setting up to betray the Ancient One, take over, blah mm. blah blah. Okay, and so then, back when Marvel was very ham-fisted with their villains, yeah, right. exactly. <clears throat> And Strange uh, has to be clever to help the Ancient One because Mordo casts a spell on him that keeps him from talking oh, about it. Oh, right. I remember that. Now. And yeah. so they, they have all of that going on. That's, yeah. the, that's the origin there. So this one was very different. I, I like the spin on it, mm-hmm. especially the whole, like, right at the beginning, Mordo is, like, totally, su- you know, supporting Yep. Having Strange come in and everything and vouching for him—that was very nice. Yeah, they've actually good touch. put together a nice motivation for the villain for the next movie. That's not, yeah. I mean, I think Paul said it before: a good villain doesn't think he's a bad guy. Sure, and and oh, yeah. What's great is you've already got a humanized villain already mm. set to go. You don't have to set up an origin for a mm. new character. You've already done that origin in this film, right? In the background. Thank God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. I thought I mean, it does start off with a bunch of weird mysticism, but then it dives into Strange's world, you know, his as a doctor, and it's just really nicely sets up the real world. You're you're in the real world. You're in the real world. You're in the real world, and then boom! No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did find it interesting. They pretty much kept that same storyline that was in uh, one of the reboot comics from about I want to say ten years ago. The Oath. Yeah. Uh, I have it in hardcover. I can't remember. Sure it's the and and then also from the Doctor Strange animated movie, you know, with the the car accident and everything. So I I do find that mm-hmm. interesting. They kept a lot of those elements moving into the. It was a car accident in the original origin too. And is and, it? And yeah. yeah, it is. That was back before Marvel was doing an origin to start the thing. So the origin came ten or fifteen issues into the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a similar. That was a similar. He has a car accident and he wanders the world trying to find it. They don't actually right. have uh, like they do with Jimmy Smith or anything. the The ancient one is just a rumor that he pursues because he's exhausted every other opportunity, you know, every other uh, venue, and uh, and finds it. So it um that was it was in but that spin on it was kind of cool mm-hmm. i personally it's funny cuz in the origin story he's a complete asshole this one he's charming mm-hmm. i i liked how they executed it personally i would have preferred 
full on asshole, but maybe they were afraid to make that, it so dislikable that he would never recover from that in the audience's eyes. Yeah. Because in the in the comic, there's actually a scene where a man's like, Wait, you gotta do this operation, it'll save my life. And he's walking out the door going, Sorry, you don't have the cash, we're not going to do this. Right. And yeah. you know, he just totally is a complete asshole. And here He's a little charming. He's a charming asshole. So yeah. he's he's arrogant. He's, like house. he's yeah. arrogant, but <laughs> it's Sorta. because he knows his talent. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you know, House was in that pitch somewhere. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> so he's got that. Yeah, you're right. He's got you know just enough charm that you you kind of overlook the fact that he's being a total jerk in everything that he's saying to you, and then then you're like, oh, okay, wait, no, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. It's really funny. I actually watched the TV show because I have that. You do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was, as a kid, I loved that TV show simply because of the whole uh, blasting effects and the glowing effects of the magic, which was primitive, you know, because it was 1970s special effects. But for me, that those effects blew my mind. Mm. Uh, That's what we had. Where the the ancient one gets injured by someone, the 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 white guy ancient one. Boy, they they just they just insist on their white ancient ones. <laughs> but he puts his hand on his hip and his hand glows, and you hear this little hum sound and as a kid i was just like oh my god that's 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 how it would be if comics were real and so that i've always had a soft spot for that tv show despite that was back in the day when they totally they just they plucked minuscule bits from the source material and then then they just totally changed things i mean they made him a psychiatrist and Mm. they did all sorts of stuff but what was the, uh, oh, Dr. Druid. Well, Dr. Druid, Dr. I think, was Druid, psychiatrist. Yeah. But one of the funny things is there's a scene where he arrives to the hospital and he's talking with um, a nurse in the TV show that is very close to what we see when he first, you know, talk when they first introduced Rachel McAdams' character in the, uh, the movie. And I was just like, could they? Could they have possibly watched it and referenced that or or does that just the whole idea of the character just just make for that scene hmm. it was really really bizarre to watch and i see. would think it's probably a little of both because the the marvel cinematic universe writers delve deep into they, marvel they history do. to do i mean like stuff that you know i'd forgotten about like tv show stuff from when i was a kid and then just going like wait what Oh, my God, I'd forgotten that I'd seen that. Yeah, because, I mean, like when Ed Norton's Hulk referenced the TV show, right right down to the fucking machine Mm -hmm. to give him the blasted gamma radiation, the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk from the 70s is flat out, without challenge, the best that Marvel did. It was actually a very good show by any standard you want to look at it from 70s television and comic adaptions. So that was totally natural. But Doctor Strange is right up there in terms of being flat out reviled by a lot of people, and I was just like, I can't. Believe, could they have done that? It really blew my mind. But that would be awesome if they did. But all right, so in the movie, am I the only one that felt like some of the jokes went along just a little too long? Like oh. if they'd snipped it, like yeah. you know, a third of the amount of time, or or like two thirds of the amount of. 
yeah. that they, that it would have been perfect. I was it just I really wasn't bothered by I, it. I wasn't either, but I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan. I mean, it's not a deal breaker, but I felt like there were some of the, you know, especially like some of the sight gags that went on just a tad too long. Like it like was what? Uh okay, well, when 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 the cape and he's doing the <laughs> the cape is fighting him and trying to drag him in a different direction. I th- felt like that went on about 15 20 seconds longer than it needed to be. Um you know I, what? I felt like I swear uh, I, sw- I swear to you when that when that cape appeared. Yeah. My head immediately I went, yeah. "Rug band, give me yeah. some tassel." I mean, <laughs> a lot immediately. Of people, immediately uh, I, I heard that. a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, Aladdin." And mm. that that was kind of like, you know what? They're, they're, you're never going to have an animated piece of cloth yeah. that people aren't going to say Aladdin because mm-hmm. they're just going to do that. Unless someone does Spawn's cape right, which they might in the next Spawn movie. I mean, I'll, I bet even the cape, I'll bet even if they get it right, though, you'll have the Aladdin. You're going to have, you're gonna have get, people going, five or something. Yeah. That thing goes out and kills people at night. Mm-hmm. It's a goddamn vampire. Well, not that it gives the whole high five, but... He's right. There, from now on, anytime there is a animated cloth, animated it's going to be alive. Yeah, if it interacts like, with a human being in a sl- any any kind I of a human so. way, yeah. people are going to go right to that. You're and right. that irritated me because it's actually funny. I didn't go there. I'm just sitting I didn't, there. In fact, no, until, until you brought it up now, I didn't even think about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't think of Aladdin either, no, but I a thought lot the of people did. flowed very well for CG. Oh, look, I mean, it didn't. I mean, it didn't. There were times where I totally just believe that it was a real cape and i know that they did the cape, the mix of the cg and the non-cg cape but there were times where after thinking about it um i go oh, okay that one was cg mm-hmm. but it just became so much a part of the story you forget about the fact that it's a cg cape so i, I will uh, say one thing that weirdly bugged me was the way they were storing the uh the forbidden books it's like oh, the, the lightly locked, not but, even locked. But but why would you take an, uh, ex, you know a rare book and hang it from a chain, sort of sideways, catty wampers? Because it looks good. Yeah. Okay. It was aesthetic. <laughs> it was just aesthetic. Terrible way to start. Yeah, but they said book. it was it's it was there for anybody that wanted to. So I mean, even if it's quote unquote, no, no, it's, it's not the fact that you can't. It's it's not the it's not the fact that it's hard easy to get to. It's the fact that it would destroy the book. It's, they're just weird and hanging, and yeah, the bindings be gone, and well, they're Lots they're magical, magical tones. Yeah. yeah, they're magical Come tones. On, I mean, get with the program. I totally get Not what you're so saying. Not so magical, you can't tear pages out of them. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but that that that's Mads Mikkelsen. He he can do that. Oh, shit. yeah, that's true. Just a stare, he can do. That, I love frankly. the friggin' make the uh, effect of the eyes on the that eye thing. Stuff. The, uh, the, the uh, combination. A really great makeup job. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And the whole notion of. I mean, they didn't say anything, but it's like you've just seen shit that has totally blasted your sight. Mm. It was just cool. Now, the whole third eye journey? Oh no. uh, Well, I'm talking about Cassilius. And oh, his, gotcha, you know, gotcha. The, the people who um, invoked Dor- Dormammu. Mm. Gotcha. I, I thought they made the story flow really nicely organically, Dormammu. too. The fact that he's... Uh, Especially for Dormammu. such a comic known for being esoteric. Right, but I mean, he, right after he says he's not going to go off and uh, <laughs> if you fight, like fight that, stuff, he immediately gets thrown into the fight, and it's like, oh, yeah, that works. I, I believe that would change him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, well, and that was nice, too, because when he was doing that whole resisting thing, I'm like, 
Oh God, I hate resisting the call so fucking much. It is such a cliche. And it's just like, you know, how long are they going to drag the... Oh, okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, because exactly. Just, I, I just... It's just like, you know what? It, it, not every hero's journey is actually starts off with, no, I will not do this. A lot of them plunge in with both feet and then go, oh, fuck, what have I got myself into? Mm -hmm. And it'd be nice if Hollywood would occasionally do sure. those fucking stories. Mm -hmm. But, um, so yeah, the, the humor, there were a couple jokes that went on a bit long, and it would have been nicer if they, for me, I did feel that way. Okay. But um, so it wasn't just. I mean, it, it and it wasn't like the jokes themselves were bad or no. the humor was bad. It just felt like it went on just a tad too long. Yeah, no, I, I get that. It didn't bother me either, but I totally understand your there. Mm -hmm. We're saying there that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not arguing against that. Just didn't but me visually, much. oh my god, it yeah. was incredible. I yeah, saw it, it in 3D. Did everybody yeah. see it in 3D? Yeah, I did, I did. not. I, like you I said, not when I saw it, my options were limited. I went ahead and saw it in 3D. And oh, yeah. interesting point. I didn't know about until a Facebook thread. I think it was John Bean Hastings said it. Um, the further back you are in the theater, the better the 3D works. Well, if okay. you're if you're right up front, yeah, yeah. Um, the closer you are, the the less effective the 3D is. I think it's about middle back is supposed to be the ideal. Yeah, but I was much too close when I saw it in 3D, and my no. my eyes were killing me at the end of the movie. Mm. Mm. I didn't but, see it in 3D. Uh, but yeah, oh my goodness. It was one of the few Marvel films I would say you definitely need to see in 3D, because yeah, when the absolutely. cities started twisting in on themselves, mm. and... And when they're running and, you know, two dimensions suddenly becomes three dimensions and vice versa, it was just amazing watching them run through that. Yeah, I can see that being pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. It was. It was. And the all the references, just like when they're getting ready for the big battle at the end and Wong picks up the wand of Watum, mm -hmm. which he never calls it that. It's not, it's not said. But by the design, yeah, said, if you're see? familiar with Doctor Strange, that's what that is. And it was just like, ah, oh, that was very, very cool. And it was just really. All right. Yeah, everybody just kind Wong, of. Wong, actually. That's funny. I mean, I was actually, when we were talking about the movie being made, I was like, who's going to play Wong? And then Wong gets introduced, and it didn't even sink into me. It's like. <laughs> I do love and, I, and I'm like, way into the movie, going, oh, that's Wong, duh. So he said it's Wong. Wong. <laughs> the Wong one. Yeah. The Wong one. I do like, though, he's, he's trying to get him to laugh through the whole movie, and mm. then he finally was like, really? That's the one that got you? Because yep. that's... Well, and, and so and, much this show. So it's like, And actually, he gets one of the, the... Wong gets one of the best lines of the movie. It's like, people used to think I was... You know, people used to laugh at my jokes. Just, Do these people work for you? Yeah. It's like, wow, that's brutal. It is. <laughs> Dead on. <laughs> Dead on. <laughs> Any other observations you want to pull in before we continue the show? Uh, Tilda Swinton was great. Yeah, she was. Um, that was that was really just that was really cool. Um, and uh, the 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 lead in letting you know that Strange will at least make some kind of an appearance in Thor Ragnarok. Right. Mm -hmm. The little stinger there. Yeah, it was pretty direct. Yeah. So, and that was that was a whole funny bit too. Where it, it's like he's p he's picking up the teas like tea's not really my drink and and he's got a big old mug of 
beer <laughs> and he, he drinks like it down and then he's sitting there and it starts filling up and yep. he's just like okay oh i, I kind of like this yeah it was just funny mm-hmm. that whole day yeah that was that was very cool and i guess uh i just saw that dr strange uh for a has the world record financial take for a introduction character like, oh, okay interesting so I guess Iron Man had it before the first Iron Man, but now sure. it's surpassed that. Right. Well, that's cool. That's very cool. So it's, it's promising. Very I promising. mean, it. Is it I, I mean, I would. Mm. It's well made. Benedict Cumberbatch is definitely more of an international. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, it's doing gangbusters in China. Right, and it is really? in China. That's mm-hmm. interesting because don't they have something about supernatural just, things being? Maybe it's maybe it's it's it's. There's uh, a, probably enough of a reference to. Tibetan philosophy that it gets by. Well, no, that well, you got to be careful go. because yeah, Tibetan it, how China would react to a Tibetan reference because mm. it's it's not like it's a fully embraced culture. They're right. actually trying to erase it. Right. Um, but maybe maybe the supernatural thing that's forbidden. What the hell is the forbidden aspect of in China? Is it ghost stories Ball? and stuff? Or? It is the 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 occult. And that's well. I, I know. okay. Friggin what the hell it, it, pretty, is it? Maybe it's superhero enough that it's a pretty broad spectrum. Yeah, it's a pretty broad spectrum. Is it? It is in China. Yeah, it, yeah. I'd say I'd say a big part of it too is that there's an Asian lead. Could be that. I'd say that's a big part. Well, yeah, that, that goes yeah. a long way. Also, you don't know what kind of edit came through. That's, that's true, true too. But a lot of it is because shit gets changed dramatically. Uh, many times, and I seem to remember there's. But it's some all it's Chinese. it's stuff involving the dead, usually more than anything, ghosts and reincarnation and yeah, weird. Okay. I seem to remember there's well, some. I mean, you know what? Let sense. me look it up. Let me fucking look <laughs> that, it up. That'll, that that would make sense then, and because it's not ghosts, it's just magic, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and, and I mean, it's more Harry extra, Potter gets it's gets extra by, I think. dimensional. Yeah, I think you know. Uh, yeah. I think it I really mean, the Marvel cosmic angle. I think part of it too, their culture is very steeped in ancestral spirits and all that kind of thing. You don't really fuck with that shit, sure. And this really doesn't touch on that. So there you go. But let me let me search China. Oh, China, China. 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 Yeah, I mean, you could argue that this is not. Yeah the, clo- yeah, the closest it gets to ghosts is astral projection. Right. You could right. argue this isn't so much magic it is as science we don't understand yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they actually even make that, that argument she when she's lecturing him on the nature of magic and stuff. So that would all that would Who, all kind whose, of whose quote is that about the uh any technology sufficiently advanced? Yeah, it's basically ghost movies. China's Clark's no ghost law. protocol is hampering movie flops. Ghosts are real, that much I know, is the first line spoken in Guillermo del Toro's swooning gothic thriller Crimson Peak, which opened to solid reviews but a tepid box office last weekend. In today's global film economy, subpar earnings in America don't necessarily doom a film. Del Toro's last effort, Pacific Rim, made up for its mediocre domestic performance by being a big hit overseas, especially in China. Producers are hoping the same will happen for Crimson Peak, but there's one big problem. China's film bureau doesn't allow movies with ghosts in them. And certainly not movies that assert they're real. 
The intricacies of getting a film approved by the China Film Bureau, uh, an executive branch of the country's communist government, are largely unknown to Western audiences. Sometimes it can take months or years to secure a release. Many major films have run afoul of unforeseen diplomatic pressures. In 2008, The Dark Knight's planned rollout in China was canceled because of a cultural sensitivity issue, likely to do with scenes set in Hong Kong involving a money laundering character, which significantly hampered the film's box office take. But Crimson Peak's problem is an even bigger one. The Film Bureau objects to films with distinctly spiritual content because they, quote, promote cults or superstition in violation of the Communist Party's secular principles, a major problem for a movie chock full of ghosts. There are apparently ways around the no-ghost rule. One easy way is to explain that the people seeing visions of the dead were crazy, perhaps, or on drugs. The second Pirates of the Caribbean film, Dead Man's Chest, was banned because it had spirits swarming around, but Disney accordingly made the cuts to the Chinese version and uh, of the film, the third film at World's End, to make it acceptable. So there you go. I mean, like, there's ghosts. We're, yeah. Ghosts. I'd be interested. But also different cuts. Hmm. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no Pac-Man movie over there. And I was trying to find <laughs> information on it. Probably not. But I, I think there was also Chinese financing. That's okay, financing. because Pac-Man's crazy. He's not there really was Chinese ghosts. financing? I'm, yeah, there I'm was. I'm pretty sure there was, because I, I seem to remember one of the... Eating all those pills. One of those yeah. uh, uh, opening credits production companies being Well, then it probably company. that probably helped in them making sure that they didn't run afoul. Yeah. Well, here's what the end of the, the end of the article here. It says, Marvel has Doctor Strange on its docket in 2016, which will be full of ghosts. Maybe in a few years, that'll be a harder sell for a big studio. Then again, they can always splice in a scene explaining that it was all a dream. Yeah. There's yeah. no ghosts. There you go. There's astral projection. Yeah, they going to say ghosts. they, they flat out explain projecto. the astral projection. Yeah. Oh, see that? Well, there it is. All right. That now you know. Yeah. The more you know. And, knowing you have uh, and this has been Paul Reed's Internet. <laughs> Hey. Which went better than a lot of times with Paul Reed's internet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this Love was thing it. about China too. We didn't even get an accent. That was wow. well. It wasn't. It wasn't written by a Chinese. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Read the whole thing again in a Chinese accent. Don't. Let's Don't. <laughs> I'm good. So uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Any any last bone thoughts about the strange? Big thumbs up. Yeah. Not enough. Howard thumbs up doctor. for strange. That in the Rogue One uh, preview before. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, just over two weeks. Uh, 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 well, we're going uh, <laughs> uh, to skip over. Uh, we're going to uh, skip over the mail. Rogue One. Oh. And of course, last week we skipped over something else. Oh, no. So we're going to have to wind no, no, back no, no, around. No, 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 no. And go to news you don't give a shit about. Yeah, bastard. but last week you said there weren't. Many articles. No, there. Were, I said there were many, but we're skipping them anyway because oh. I felt like being nice. I don't feel like being nice anymore. Okay, I'm not nice. Oh we've God, turned. A, we've turned a corner in American history. Power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be nice in America anymore. Haven't you learned that? Oh, well, we are the right color. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Oh, this one. Mm. The AMC movie theater chain is considering charging audiences more money for popular tentpole films. The CFO of AMC Entertainment, Craig Ramsey, recently made some interesting comments picked up by The Hollywood Reporter. Quote, they, that is the Odeon and the UCI in England, are further advancing in variable pricing, where tentpole movies are priced up on release. That's something we've talked about in the U.S. We expect to learn a lot with what they've done. 
we think will position us to start having those conversations about pricing opportunities <laughs> in the U.S. Man, they've already driven me out of the theaters for most movies. Yeah. It's rare that I'll go see a movie in a theater because for two more dollars, if that, I can own it forever. True. Yeah. And I'm doing that while I can still do that. Because soon... Because you've given up on your games, obviously. Soon you won't be able to own shit. Mm. Uh, back in 2013, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas predicted that this could happen. Spielberg said, quote, You're going to have to pay $25 for the next Iron Man. You're probably only going to have to pay $7 to see Lincoln, unquote. And Lucas went on to predict, going to the movies... Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, Spielberg and Lucas. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Talking shit about a Marvel movie to say, Oh, but my historical movie... Will be for fair. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. What a bunch of balls! What I almost see like slapping a, a Spielberg executive production credit on a movie would be an excuse to jack it up to twenty five. It is. It's an ex- it's an excuse for people to go see it, mm-hmm. and then go. Wait a minute, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> what when a- was the last executive produced Steven Spielberg movie that you went? Oh yeah, you guys still got the touch. Yeah. What if we remade Lincoln with laser guns? Oh, no. As soon as the second thought was Iron Lincoln. Iron Lincoln. <laughs> That's oh. where it's at. Lincoln, Lincoln, oh. Iron Lincoln, the, 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 shooting lasers when he's blinking. The, the weird thing about that is I think that I really do. Th- I don't know. I mean, could it work? I would think they'd be overstepping because tent poles do flop and if you're talking 25 well you that's the spielberg quote but if you're talking an inflated price for the tent poles well it's for the first weekend or so that's the thing i think and so it becomes this heavy price out the gate is and that it they, I, I would i would bet this is where tent poles movies are priced upon release yeah i bet uh, it's i bet it's gonna be one of those things where it's like you want to go see it opening night 30 bones. Oh. And because those people are already spending $60, $70 when they go. Yeah. You know, they're buying all the popcorn and having it. I mean, you know, we've all mm. been folly to that. Big party of people going to see an opening night movie and suddenly, Man, on a supply, wow, I just I just spent 80 bucks. Yeah. On a supply and demand basis, it makes sense. And on right. a big movie like that, there's always right. lines out the door. Right, 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 and if right, you right. lines out the door, exactly. you raise the you, price. If you, got people, Sen- if you got people queuing up online for days waiting for a ticket, to come up for sale, mm. you know you can stick a premium price. Yeah, that's. On right. I don't think that. Sound, I think his quote is he's not bagging on Iron Man. I think he's saying that a movie like Iron Man that's going to be massively attended, of course, oh, they're yeah. going to raise the price. But a movie which, like Lincoln, which, but he's which also is, subtly slagging off Disney, right? Well, I don't. Know. I think he's saying that a movie well, like his that has what a I said. much he's saying, he's narrower saying, audience. Here's, here's Lucas's quote on the whole thing. Oh boy. Quote, going to the movies will cost 50 bucks or 100 or 150 bucks, like what Broadway costs today, or a football game. It'll be an expensive thing. The movies will sit in theaters for a year like Broadway show does, and that will be called the movie business, unquote. I don't see that happening. I don't know. Sit in a year. He's in got the a age pretty of... good notion for the bullshit that's coming. I, don't... I mean, as much as I hate the prequels, he called it. He called we're, what? We're living in the city's land. <laughs> you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Misa know what that means. Misa give well. all the power to the Supreme Chancellor. Where the master teaches the apprentice unnatural 
Apprentices. Wait, he has an apprentice? Oh, oh wait, he does. Too. Holy crap. The master and <laughs> the apprentice. He's got a couple seasons of him. Jeez. He is the apprentice. You leave it to Trump to be like, what? what's this? What One master, one apprentice. I'm going to have a whole bunch of apprentices. It's going to be millions of them. It'll be huge. A huge number of apprentices. <laughs> They'll all be great. Apprentices. Apprentices. Surrounded by great people. News you don't give a shit about. Yes. Uh-huh. Back in 2011. Okay. Oh. I remember it fondly. Oh, it was a thin man of 20. Producer Ryozo Tsujimoto <laughs> announced there was going to be a big screen adaptation in the works for their video game franchise, Monster Hunter. Director Paul W.S. Anderson has oh, taken the no. reins. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's Monster Hunter? Oh, we'll, oh we'll, yeah, we'll, Monster yeah, Hunter. We'll, we'll get into I that. know Monster Hunter. Anderson directed the original Mortal Kombat film and oh. the Resident Evil film franchise. Oh, glowing recommendation. You know, that first Mortal Kombat has its charms. It has charms. Yeah. It's not great, so, yeah, so does the first right. Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And then it all goes to poop town. Monster Hunter is a series of fantasy-themed action role-playing games that started in 2004 on the PlayStation 2. The game centers on a hunter in a fantasy world who embarks on quests to hunt out specific kinds of monsters to kill or capture them. And when talking about the basic plot of the film, Anderson said, quote, This movie's going to be about focusing on hunters. Hunters that go on quests to seek out specific animals. Like the game, you know. Also, there's an interactive teddy bear. He says, quote, For every monster, there is a hero. For every monster, there's a hero. For every hero, there's a fiend. If you're my monster or my hero... Please tell me what it's been. Do you have wings so you can be the wind under the monster wings? I want to be your monster wing breath to blow you high into the sky. So with your gross long monster wings, you can soar and scream and screech and fly so the name of the episode is now going to be to blow you high (laughs) (laughs) to blow you high you monster with your giant monster dick (laughs) i would have liked to have gone to to blow me high or whatever that was i (laughs) went to blow me high for two years but then I took AP science at the local college. <laughs> I graduated summa cum laude. Cool. And I sucked a giant monster's dick. That's summa cum laude. Yes, yeah, summa cum loudly. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, giant monsters. <laughs> Why won't you share your seed with me? <laughs> I hunger uh, for your uh, monster uh, semen. Uh, bringing it up. That's all bringing I want up. to uh, eat. Bring it up. I'm going to open a chain of restaurants <laughs> called Monsters Ballsack Jizz Incorporated. <laughs> wow. And every restaurant will have a big old monster in it with his dick behind the counter like a fry cook but a dick. 
<laughs> and people come up to the counter and they say, I'll have one big thing of jizz. And that monster jacks his business and puts it right onto a plate. Monster Jack. <laughs> The plate is overflowing. The plate? So I have to buy some trays. But it spills over the trays, too. It's just a really messy restaurant. I've given up on any cleaning. The restaurant is caked with goo. (laughs) You cannot even fucking walk around without the monster jizz on you. You don't even have to order anymore. People just show up and eat. They sit down on a bench that's covered in the crap and scoop a bunch in their mouth. Gross! (laughs) My restaurants are all failing because they're covered in the goo. Yes! And I have to close them one by one and I have to fire the monsters too. The monster's dick got raw from jacking. This is a third act. And now he's suing me for hurt. Oh, he got arrested. This is fourth act. No, here's the fourth act. I can guarantee you this is a better story than W.S. Anderson. This is the fourth act. (laughs) The monster and me, we got married. (laughs) And we had a monster kid. But then he opened up a restaurant just like his human daddy did. I told him, don't you go into that business. Mm. I said, it is a fool's game. But no matter how much I warned him, he opened up the restaurant just the same. And then he put a monster in there behind the counter like a fry cook. (laughs) But shooting jizz everywhere. And sure enough, he had to close his restaurant because anybody could just walk in and eat for free. (laughs) Oh, bringing it back <laughs> around up. Yep. Yeah, the sequels are always just like the first movie. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like poetry. Like poetry. Yeah. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> oh, boy. I like that fourth act. It was good. Thanks. So, uh, so. When in doubt, seduce. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Anderson said, quote, for every monster, there's a hero. For every monster, there's a hero. (laughs) Just keep reading. (laughs) Otherwise, you're never going to make it through. Oh, no, no. He goes into what the story is going to be. And you're you're going to wish he was singing. An ordinary man in a dead-end job discovers he is actually the descendant of an ancient hero. He must travel to a mystical world to train to become a monster hunter before the mythical creatures of that world destroy ours, unquote. Yeah, you're right. I don't give a shit about that <laughs> yeah. at all. Anderson said that he I'd... plans on making a change from the video game to the film. <laughs> Surprise! The movie will take place both in the real world and the monster hunter world. I've decided mm. to change the, the game into the movie realm I'm gonna go from good to shitty mm. good to shitty that's my recipe can we just make a movie about blow me high instead let's so, make a movie so about the, the jizz monsters oh, 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 oh. let me let me give you one final bit to this uh, Anderson says quote the final act comes back to our world and it's basically this epic battle in and around LAX oh then, boo 
Then at the end, we're suddenly confronted with the fact that the mythological creatures of our world have come back to re- wreak vengeance. So we he definitely just have this. own fucking movie? We'd definitely have the second film where that would be planned Shit out. Shit on you, Paul yeah. Anderson. Shit <laughs> on no. does, it, does it star Mila Hovovich? Of course Hovovich? Hovovich? Yeah. I don't think that's how you pronounce it. I'm pretty sure that is. Hovovich? Yeah. No, it's Holovich. <laughs> Which brings me Hold to my next thought. Is it her that's keeping him employed or vice versa? Well, they just, mm, they I'm gotta, sure there's some synergy in that. you got a binary star it's, relationship. It's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> yeah. They're circling each other while they dwarf out. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Andy liked that one. I did. <laughs> no, I'm glad. You're the only one, and that's all I care about. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> two two dead dying stars just <laughs> circling each other, and Matt, you'll off be each uh, other's entropy. You'll be particularly interested in this one, Matt. This one's uh, for you. For me? Yes. Director Roland Emmerich and producer Dean Devlin have been planning a new Stargate reboot for years. Yeah, yeah, they have. The project is to be a trilogy that allowed them to finish the story they started with the original film. The project is no longer happening. Oh. Son of a bitch! Oh. Yep, that's true. During an interview with Empire, Devlin explained that the reason why they aren't doing it anymore is Devlin because said, quote, "We realized what a piece of shit this franchise is, and what garbage all the fans must be. We're not going to do damn thing with this. Matter of fact, I'm going to go home right now and cut off my hand for even attempting to write this script." You ready? <laughs> the reason why they aren't doing it anymore is because he's scared they're going to screw it up. <laughs> he said quote it looked good for a couple of months but now it's not looking so good there are just a lot of things that have to fire at the same time and there was a moment where I thought it was all firing at the same time then it all kind of fell apart it's one of the reasons I prefer to work independently listen I think if we did Stargate right the fans would like it and we could do something really good but if, if we screw it up they'll reject it <laughs> what, what, what is this I think if we make good thing, people enjoy. I think if thing bad, people not like. But me not sure, me not expert. Me, me pretty sure, bad thing not go good. But good thing go great. But me worry thing make go bad. So me not make thing in case go bad. Now thing that okay still stay fine. While memory stay okay. But not make thing that could be bad, cause then sully memory of thing that was good. Oh boy! It's a, it's Un- a tangled web. Unfrozen caveman producer. Yeah, he's <laughs> a fucking troglodyte. I don't want to make bad thing, because bad thing not good thing. <laughs> but me do want make good thing, but not sure me can. Me not make. <laughs> me not make nothing. Continue. Nothing better than bad thing. Boo. Continuing the quote, but I kind of don't want to do it if I think that we'll screw it up. (laughs) And that's one of the things that's holding us back, unquote. Uh, This is the same team that made Independence Resurgence. (laughs) Stargate was being written by Nicholas Wright and James A. Woods, who wrote the script for Independence Day Resurgence. Uh, James Woods? James A. Woods. That's a different... Because James Woods was in... No. No. No, I'm thinking James Spader. Sorry. Uh, No details on what the plot would have been, but they were going to start the story all over again. 
Well, then that's not even a... By the way, it's Nobody pronounced Jovovich. It's Slavic. It's Jovovich. Yovo, 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 A pirate's wow. hole for me. A pirate's hole for me. <laughs> boy, oh boy, Andy, that's a good one. Sing a ding ding. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's hole for me. I go around and looking for holes. You look, where is a hole? I find a hole and get in that hole. Get in me heart is the hole. Yo ho, diddle ho, get ready to catch a diddle. You're going to catch a diddle. You'll catch a diddle from me. With my hook hand. Yar. Oh, yo ho, I'm scratching your intestinal wall. I haven't cut me fingernails in about a year. I'm sure that when you catch this diddle, your mother will surely hear you squeal in her ear. (laughs) In her ear? From the pain from your ear. Wait a minute. What are you doing with your mother when you diddle them? I'm catching a diddle. You're diddling her ear? Yep. Weird. Yo ho, yo ho, a wet willy for me. The reason that the willy's wet is because I caught a diddle. Earlier in the day, I'm wet willying you with the catch diddle from your kid. Wow, that just got dark. That just got dark. Why don't you sit down some iced tea while we talk to you? <laughs> iced tea. <laughs> I'm uh, having a night. You are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Not a night, is it? Not a good one. <laughs> I should probably stop in case I screw it up. <laughs> just in case. No. Oh, what? What? You're going to give up? You should just stop Give now. up in case oh, it's know, bad? We've had good ones. I know that. Let's not do I'm afraid I'm not going to do a good one. So you're just, uh, just going to quit? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dean Devlin. It's good enough for Dean Devlin. It's good enough for me. <laughs> Dean Devlin. Paul Mattingly was an up-and-coming improv success. comedian. But then one day, he just stopped cold when the wisdom of Dean Devlin settled upon him. What you do might not be very good. Yep. Stop. The Devlin's in the details. <laughs> if, if Paul ever concerned You're himself with, tonight, <laughs> with one of his bits not being good, we would never have a show. <laughs> <sighs> no, way! No, wait. There's something there. There's no, something I, there. I know when the bits are good. <laughs> so far tonight... We are walking the line. <laughs> the razor's <laughs> fucking edge. The razor's uh, edge. <laughs> I would say some have fallen through the cracks. This night is... Did they fall into the pirate hole? Is that yeah, they mean? fell right into the pirate hole. They got diddled. They caught a diddle. Diddled in the pirate hole. You're going to get sepsis in your pirate hole, man. What happened? You're going to get sepsis in your pirate hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think most pirate holes have sepsis. <laughs> At least scurvy. <laughs> scurvy and sepsis. Two of the worst pirates of them all. Oh, sure, and they'd be terrible to have in a hole. If you gotta have a pirate hole, get scurvy and sepsis out of there. He's scurvy, he's sepsis. They're Te- detectives. Together, we're the pirate detectives. Uh, NBC would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Yar. Gee, Mr. Pirate Detective, can you help us find the diddler? What be the problem, son? The diddler. What? You got diddled? Yeah, well, I, you I'm got here a diddle. for a friend. <laughs> All right. Not me. Asking for a friend. Sure you are. Sure you are. They're always asking for a friend, aren't they? It's okay, kid. Me and Scurvy been diddled plenty of times. Aye, we have. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait a yeah. minute. 
When you go out on the high seas, there's nothing to do but get diddled half the time. That's true. Hey, You're diddle, sitting diddle, around waiting for... That's right, cat and the fiddle. You got it there, Polly. Good one. That's Polly, my bird. <laughs> There's no Xbox on the oh high seas. I got a little Jeff on Paul's shoulder. <laughs> awesome. That's the bird. His name's Polly. That doesn't talk at all like a pirate, just talks normal. Oh, my yeah. God. You Pull talk all here again, Polly. <laughs> because Polly's levels are always the same. All right. Mm, the harbor, to the harbor. The parking is ample. Come parking on, scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, let's go find this diddler. I indeed. Where is it? Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, Where did it happen last, kid? Well, it, well I was, I mean, my friend was, right. was, was, at, was at the docks. Oh, oh we, yes. We well. know a thing or two about the docks. Let's go, scurvy. All right. To the pirate cop car boat. I thought it was the one that tried to lure Andy into the woods. Mm. Boy, Polly, you got weird mouth going on today. <laughs> weird, non-sequitur, out of sequence, talking like third person. I don't know. Yeah, that's so weird. That, that, wow. bird, that bird is methed out. We call that third person irregular. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Scurvy. All right. Let's get into the boat pirate cop car. The boat pirate cop car, indeed. Uh, is it run by sales? Huh? Is it run by sales or... Yes, it's run by sales. All right. Only when discounts are applied can it move. <laughs> Andy using the improv technique of yes, indeed. Yeah. You should see this boat yes, cop car what? move on Black Friday. It runs Yarr. off a of rum. What's that, Polly? <laughs> it runs off a of rum. Oh, great. Good idea. That's a good. That's a fun concept. Okay. Let's take rum and pour it in the boat car cop boat. Here we go. Chugga, 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 chugga. Avast. There be the docks. <laughs> Where's the parking? That's you, Andy. Where's the, where's the park? That's it. You tell me, Polly. <laughs> you, you jump up in the crow's nest and he stand. He knows where the parking is. Fly up there and tell us who this. Fly up, Polly. Where's the parking, Polly? It's ample? <laughs> it's not ample. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Well, we're just going to have to. Well, we're screwed again. No, no, we're cops. We can put it where we want. <laughs> wait, wait. It's That's a boat. That's what she said. That's right. We oh, can just Polly. drive it up. Polly, yes, you filthy bird. <laughs> You're such a dirty bird, Polly. Oh, always coming through with that old that old classic zinger. That's what she said. Oh, we can always count on Polly for her. That's what she said. All right, let's park the boat car, cop car, and go look at the docks and see what we can In do. the water. Okay. Oh, look, here's a here's a shady customer. You, you dock worker. Hey you! <laughs> you talking to me? I'm talking to you. You talking to me? Have you seen anyone catch a diddle around here? What? What diddling? We've heard about. Who told diddling? you about diddling? A kid. A kid? <laughs> Yar. Somebody's been diddling kids. Apparently. I have not. Oh, you're so fucking guilty. Do you mind if we take a sample of your fingernails? Can we take Can a sample of your diddling? Uh, <laughs> let's see those fingers, boy. Oh, wait a minute! Oh, look Get at your hands off of my hands. Finger, his diddling fingers covered in poop. Well, I, I got you, you've been digging around in kids' diddle holes. I had an itch. Don't you had an itch. Gross, gross. You did that to yourself. Is that what you're saying? Uh, a self diddler. A self diddler's the worst kind. Wait a you're minute! Coming, I don't self diddle. You're coming downtown with us. So whose diddle is that? Who diddled what? You know what? <clears throat> Shut up and get in the boat cop car. Yes. yes. What? Polly, tell him where he's going. Straight to jail. Yeah. 
Don't collect $200. Polly, Polly can play Monopoly with us sometimes. That's where he learned that one. <laughs> go to jail. You go shut up, to you, jail. you big stupid parrot. Do not pass parrot. go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> no, Polly's a good time at game night. <laughs> this is truly theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's another case solved, eh, Scurvy? There it is. I never confessed. <laughs> Fuck you. You it's didn't have to we're confess. pirates. Your brown fingers told us everything we needed to know. Yeah, brown finger. I was <laughs> painting. Painting what? Painting Fart poop? The sh- <laughs> I was painting the ship He brown. was painting the poop deck. He po- yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You are on a roll, Scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> he painted the poop deck. Boy, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, well. All right. Well, now you know your story. You go to jail forever. But you do get a cellmate. Uh, who? Polly. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Surprise. That- <laughs> That's now- cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, now you're about to find out why the cage bird sings. Hmm. <laughs> It's because he fucks the guys in jail. That's why. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, don't act so. Don't play the innocent, Polly. You know what you do. You fly in them bars. Can't nobody stop you because you're all birdie. <laughs> Creep in. Do a little flappy flap. Out the door you go. And half of them like it. I need a remarkably well hung birdie. It's amazing he can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Polly, Polly is 70% cock. <laughs> Oh. I don't like having him on my shoulder, really, because it's all like, what's that dick on your shoulder? I'm like, nah, there's a bird there. There's a bird there. Look close. Avast. Open your eyes, you swab. I'm afraid to. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you'd be wise to keep your eyes closed, at least tonight. That yeah, was the first day with a hook. Yeah, the first, the first <clears throat> night, Polly strikes at the mouth. <laughs> keep my mouth shut. Yeah, well, that won't matter. <laughs> He'll run up along sideways, do you like a harmonica. <laughs> you forget in my office. I have eye at my ass telling me you guys are diddling guys in the goddamn you'll jail. Be, you'll be having Captain, we got him. It's a clean cut. You'll be we st- got him. Laying in that jail cot having nightmares that you're John Popper. <laughs> Ah, we're back to the harmonica. Now I got it. <laughs> I got the mare on my ass. We never stop with the diddling. <laughs> so what else you got? Dude, you don't give a shit about it. <laughs> Well, I thought himself. maybe we'd at least get a, a, a single story from Weekend Geek. This is uh, reading directly from the press release. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boom Studios DC and 20th Century Fox. <laughs> Boom Studios, you're a werewolf. <laughs> Just been bought out by Paul Anderson. Boom, you're a studio. Boom, you're a studio. <laughs> Boom, you're a studio making oh. werewolf movies. And 20th Century Fox Consumer Products are excited to bring together two celebrated pop culture properties in a historic comics crossover event. Oh, no. When the talking simians of the Planet of the Apes meet the Emerald Crusaders of the Green Lantern Corps. Huh. Yeah, I saw that. Written by Robbie Thompson of Silk and Justin Jordan 
of Green Lantern, and illustrated by Barnaby Baganda from the Omega Man. Planet of the Apes slash Green Lantern debuts for, uh, February 1st, 2017 as a six-issue monthly limited series. It's called Oa. It's called In Brightest Day in Darkest Jungle Full of Monkeys. Oa. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting if there's one more. Uh, It's called Dr. Zayas, I presume. (laughs) 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 There's a a nice cover, actually. uh, Cornelius. Uh, mm-hmm. gets a ring. And it's actually, they do a pretty cool cover. I'm sure the covers are great. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, already got a so green outfit. Bananas all like... Yeah, he makes green bananas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zayas, but none of these bananas are ripe. I keep making green bananas. If he now made, I'm weak to bananas. If he made a yellow banana, he wouldn't be able to eat it. Right, he'd be weak to it. Yeah. Yes, I have no bananas. Oh, Jesus. I have no bananas today. Weekend Geek! <laughs> Unless he had the fearing, then he, could make a, uh, then he could make a really nice yellow banana. What's that, Polly? <laughs> <laughs> What's that about a banana now? Oh, that'd be great if that just became a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm waiting for Boom Studios to do Polly versus Vagitac, and it's going to oh. be the greatest comic ever. <laughs> That would be a good fight. His Polly's seventy percent cock. Vag <laughs> attack might have met his match. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of natural enemies. Kind or of. natural well, best friends. <laughs> Frenemies, maybe. <laughs> that's that's the Boy. that's the crossover series. Frenemies. Yeah. That is a weird hey, Vag attack. That is a you weird. Been having hate any fuck. nightmares about me and John Popper lately? <laughs> <laughs> I got something terrible to tell you. <laughs> You know all that toothpaste in the corners of your mouth you've been waking up with? Oh, no. It's not toothpaste. And those aren't the corners of your mouth. <laughs> it's man paste, baby. Man paste! <laughs> Bird paste is what it is. That's right. Man okay. paste. You're in a feathery situation. Casting on Star Trek Discovery is continuing with the addition of two new cast members. According to Deadline, Doug Jones from Hellboy and the Stray, and Anthony Rapp from Days to Confuse, Rent, and Adventures in Babysitting. They really gave his credits of as Hellboy and the Strain? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not He's Pan's amazing. Labyrinth. <laughs> well, not fucking the Avengers. Yeah, there's, there's I mean, that thought. I mean, Vision. Yeah. No, Wait, no, 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 that's no, somebody no, else. No. Doug Jones is the vision. No, no Paul Bethany. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was the same guy. No. Boy, I'm missing the boat on that one. He's uh, <laughs> the guy that plays Chaucer in uh, First Night. Yeah, that, that struck it. First cricket, Night. Cricket. Oh, uh, Heath Ledger movie. I thought for a second. Are you talking about the Heath Ledger hard rock medieval? Movie? Yes, that's exactly yeah, what that, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not first. First night is the uh, Sean Connery, uh, Richard Gere. Then what's that one called? Right. I don't know. No, that's called Willisby. Knight's Tale. That's Knight's Tale. Tale. Willisby. Right. The Knight's Tale. Yeah. Not Willisby. No. What about Willisby? Not, there is what, no. What's Willisby? Willisby's a one where. Uh, 
he comes back and he's Summersby, like, and no, it's not that. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm Willisby, and his wife, the wife is like, No, you're Summersby. Maybe you are. <clears throat> I don't know. You've been gone a long time, Willisby. He's <laughs> I like, don't think you're my knight in shining armor. He's like, I'm, te- I'm telling you, I'm Willisby. He's like, <clears throat> and then they do it, and he's, she's like, Oh, you're definitely not Willisby, <laughs> but I like you. <laughs> there you go. That's how that story goes. Doug Jones and Anthony Rapp have joined the previously announced Michelle Yo. From Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon as... Michelle, as, yo, Michelle, yo, a pirate hole for me. On board oh. CBS new Star Trek She's series. Awesome. Star she Trek is. Discovery will take place a decade before the events of Star Trek, the original series, and will feature new and returning alien species. Oh, man. Jones no. has been cast in the role of Lieutenant Saru, a Starfleet science officer who is from a new alien species. Oh, yeah. oh thank God. It. Set to be introduced in the Star Trek universe. No, stop with the new shit. Did they learn nothing from fucking... No, the answer is no. A rap will play Lieutenant Stamets, who's described as a astromycologist, a fungus expert. Oh, we got our new Neelix. And (laughs) Starfleet science officer aboard the Starship Discovery. I study fungus. You should invite me to your parties. I'm a fungi. Here's your fungus, Egon. Oh. As for Michelle Yeoh, she's been confirmed as playing the captain of the starship Shenzo, but her name you should is. Come over to my quarters for a kissing party. So she's not captain of the Discovery. Correct. And her uh, name is Captain Giorgio. I have kissing parties in my quarters. Dude, what Giorgio. the hell is this thing? As for the lead role of number one, it seems they're getting close to casting her, so expect some news on that front anytime. You should come to my kissing party in my quarters. God damn it. Now I'm pissed. Because I caught. Because she should be the captain captain of the ship. And she's cast as a captain of a nut. That doesn't even sound like a regular cast member. That almost Mm-mm. sounds like an appearance in the fucking pilot. That's what it sounds like to me, too. I am. She's no fool. Pissed. She's not going to stick around with this sinking ship. She can smell a stinker. My. My party, my kissing parties, space. my kissing parties in my quarters because I call it my mushroom. You doing a Janeway? No, no trying to do this dumb, <laughs> trying to do this dumb mushroom guy, fungus guy, fungus guy. I, have to say, I do fungus. like Anthony Rapp. I'm really glad he's a part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be good. Uh, no, he won't. He'll be <laughs> hamstrung and fucked. God damn it! I was like happy for a fucking week. Oh, I'm sorry. We never win. It's still news. You don't give a shit about it. Fuck this goddamn universe. (laughs) Man, Star Trek is never going to be good again. Just just face it. Star Wars was always better. We all know it. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. (laughs) Apples Apples and oranges. A little bit of business here at the end. The book club is deciding its December book. Now... For December, we're actually doing two books because December can be December can be a little taxing for some. Not a lot of free time, so there is the book that is for sure selected for December is Christmas by Paul Mattingly and Fact Check Andy. Yeah, we appreciate it, but we 
But make it clear, we did not put you up for that. No, no. This, this, <clears throat> the, the suggestion was put out there, and I thought, what a great suggestion for people that don't have a lot of time. Hey, suggestion also by... people who don't yet own the book. And there's that, too. Mm-hmm. There's links on, on my page. Mm-hmm. You can go buy it from Pop Goes the Icon. Get it. Get it while it's hot. I'll be happy to hop on that discussion. Now it's... And might I, might I also say, the great accompaniment of long distance. Nothing goes better than reading <laughs> Christmas Puss while you're listening to Long Distance. <laughs> So go ahead, get yourself a copy of Christmas Puss by Long it. Distance on iTunes. You're going to have a Christmas like you've never had before. And while you're doing it, you should be wearing a Scoop Fest shirt, right? Yes, uh, which are also going to be for sale again soon. We ordered some more. Get on it. You can live the ICS Geek Shock life. Now, Christmas Puss is what, 20 pages? Mm, no, it's, no, it's 36. 30-something. 30 30, 30 pages. There, okay. Yeah. So it's thirty some pages. It'll take you a good ten minutes to read. I know. It's so it's gonna take. But for those who want something a little meatier, we are taking the poll for the December book. For we're taking the poll. Yeah. So if you go onto the Geek Shop Book Club, you can uh, go to the poll now. If you're you're only gonna be able to participate on that if you haven't already. I had a terrible because- nightmare. I was <laughs> I was early Bob Dylan. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! You're you're brushing your teeth with his love. I thought so. Nope, those weren't my teeth. That wasn't his love. It wasn't his love, and it wasn't a harmonica. Oh, Polly, Polly, you scare me. Every night I have dreams that I I had a dream I was Boxcar Willie. <laughs> it was Polly's Willie, <laughs> right in my boxcar. <laughs> You dirty bird. <laughs> oh, oh, Polly. I I don't like it, but I, but I do. I get so lonely at sea. Sucking that giant bird dick. <laughs> it's all that got me through. It's all that got me through the Aegean. <laughs> the, the what? The Aegean <laughs> Sea. The Aegean. <laughs> That's a tiny ass sea. Yeah. <laughs> well. That's a little tight. What? That's a, like a, a part crossing. of the sea. We had a lot of storms. <laughs> well, yeah, it's stormy, but it's still. T- that's like that's Have like you crossed the Aegean Sea without bird dick. You should see me try to cross the island. To- yes, I've crossed the Atlantic without bird dick. Well, you're missing out, friend. <laughs> <laughs> you are missing out. Oh man. So if you listen to this Wednesday, Wednesday night, the vote will come to a close and the book will be decided. Vote for something with a bird with a big dick in it. That's good reading. Most of them are Christmas choices, uh, but there's a few that aren't. Well, actually, maybe uh, Professor Biggs can throw out uh, a title and then have it written by the time we need to read it. Bird with a big dick. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh! I think that epic that, has that been right sailing, sailing the Aegean. <laughs> that book writes itself. <laughs> I was on the Aegean Sea. The storm kicked up. A bird with a big dick flew in. <laughs> Fuck that bird! Oh, the he end. looked at your pale white skin and went, "Polly, what's a cracker?" <laughs> you know, at first wow. I thought he was saying a GNC, like the the supplement store, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> a GNC? Well, that's even harder to cross. <laughs> when I like, did you, did you need some vitamins or something? I tell you, by the, by the time we were done, Polly needed to stock back up on some protein. 
<laughs> I sucked that bird dry. <laughs> you better get some fucking weight build. Better get some mass quad in there, buddy. Yeah. Have there, yourself a protein shake or two, because I shook the protein right out of your giant dick. There's the beginning of a I joke there, but I, I don't know where. It, right I don't know the punchline. It's when I'm you cross crossing the, the GNC. What do you get when you cross an there, GNC I, with I a big I went past the, the fish oil. There. <laughs> I got stuck in the supplement aisle. Oh, what could I do? I found the resistance bands too much. Well, yeah, you <laughs> they gave me of- resistance. You have plenty of vitamin D. Oh, yeah, vitamin D. <laughs> That's the not D a suppository. Stands for dick. <laughs> the vitamin D's nuts. The B stands for bird. <laughs> D stands for dick. <laughs> Fuck, the theaters have XD now. Yes, they the do. The theaters have XD signs all over the place now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's invading. Yeah. Stream digital cinema. <laughs> That's what it is. We know the truth. <laughs> and a message from the Geek Shock AV Club. Greetings, Paul and Couch Comrades. The glorious Geek Shock People's Movie Committee last viewed The Protector from 2005. And the consensus is it needed a lot more Jin Zing, as Madame Rose. As it sits, it is still better than Zardoz. Thanks, Paul. The next movie shall be Flash Gordon, 1980, Ooh. a.k.a. the more... A.K.A. the Mornella Muti show. Uh, collectively, fucking you in the fucking face. Keep Paul Grumpy, the glorious Geek Shock People's Movie Committee. So there's He's your a miracle. Geek Shock movie for the week. I think they moved back to Thursdays. So I attempted to do oh. one on a Wednesday, and I'm like, oh, they're doing it on Thursday again now. Must see Thursdays. <laughs> Thursday. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm done eating French fries. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. I'll talk to you next week in Geek. Hey, um, Thursday it's uh, Santa Claus versus the Martians on Rift Tracks at a couple of thousand theaters. Okay, for so. the live Rift Tracks? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Oh, did you guys watch the Turkey Day Marathon? I was I working get, that yeah, whole day. I was day. working. I couldn't. I watched a lot of it. Mm. It was great fun. They apparently, uh, Joel Hodgson found two lost episodes. KTMA. They're only missing one now. Yeah. Wow. So he yeah. made it available for those who got as far in their uh, their Kickstarter to get the digital back catalog. I, got, I have that availability, but I don't download shit like that, so I don't know. Probably should in this case. Well, I should let you guys do it. It's uh, two past KTMA episodes before they had their show. They were, so they were... They weren't pre-practice riffs. They were going in cold yeah, for these movies, so it's it. it's wow. slow, but you kind of see how the you know the sausage was made in creating that show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, I I'm just obsessed again with that show. There is a uh, app for Shout TV now that you can get. Seriously? Yes, it's worth it. It's got a ton of MST3K on it and a bunch of other weird Japanese anime and all kind of cool shit. Hmm. So look up the Shout TV, the Shout Factory app. It's hard to find. I, I I got it on my Apple TV, okay, but I can't find it on my iPhone when I go to the App Store. It's weird. Hmm. Hmm. And I don't know if that's because it just does wouldn't play on a phone, but that doesn't make any sense, really. Well, it might be something just made for Apple TV and Maybe. Roku boxes and stuff like that. That might be the case, I guess. Hmm. You know what movies are on those those two movies they found? No. Uh, yeah, I do have it here actually. Uh, the two movies oh. are "Invaders from the Deep" and "Revenge of the Mysterions from Mars." Hmm. Wow! Okay. So those are the two. Nice pulpy titles, yeah. right? 
I saw. I, um, I do own all the KTMA shows that were actually aired on KTMA, right. and and they are a little rough. No. Sure, 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 sure. But it, it again, it is great to see that show birthing right. itself. Yeah. I was at Tarjay the other day, and okay. uh, they had uh, those like, 150 movies for a quarter or whatever the hell. The, the, those big box sets where they have a whole bunch of weapons yes. or whatever. They had one was all mad scientist stuff. Oh wow! And I'm like, hmm. I'm gonna have to come back and get this. Huh? It's oh. truly really mystery science theater fodder yeah, if that's yeah. what you want. Yeah, but that's what you got to want. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, Andy gives us an almost Andy tale. Almost. <laughs> 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 almost bought it. Almost bought it. <laughs>